please don't judge. Please don't judge because we never saw that we never saw your favorite movie. But now it's time. All right, Al, let's hit him with the finale. It's Alex and Steve with a pot, and they're watching the movies they should have. It's movies that I should have watched. I should have watched. I should have watched. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Movies I Should Have Watched. It's the podcast where we watch a bunch of movies that everybody told us we had to watch, but now we're finally watching them, so you don't have to yell at us anymore. I'm your host, Steve Granado, alongside my buddy, old pal, Alex Schmitten. What up, Al? I miss the old the old intro. Nope. Where the long W. I miss the long Too W. Long. Come on. Next time. Well, the long W, so that, like, extra 15-second long W, so that people can press this the skip button and then they can still be in the intro. You like what that does idea? it matter to you? You don't listen to the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> but I care about the listeners though. That's what, that's the, the you the know, listeners all, all the listeners you have, you have never once engaged. <laughs> that's fine. It's fine. They know that I'm there and they know that I'm there for them. So hello, no, listeners. but you're not, the thing is you're not, I am, I am. Trust me. I am. When? When? Every, when have you been there? It's the first thing I think about in the morning. Like, oh, how can I, you know, <laughs> just give my listener, give back to the listeners. And so that is my first, first of two health tips today. Um, second tip, second life tip. You ready for this? Ready for this, Steve? Yeah, go ahead and take a drink mid-sentence. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot green tea, actually, um, because it's gloomy. Okay, the second life tip that I have is to roll down your windows when you're driving because not only do you get to smell all of the smells of your city and become familiarized with everything, you can smell, you know, the in and out that's next to you, you can smell, I smell the the coffee roasters that are near my house and every time I drive past I smell the roasters, but you can also get fun interactions like this guy, this surfer dude who rolled who had his windows rolled down. I was listening to like some reggae music or something. He rolled his window down. He's like, "Hey man, that's a sick color on your car. That is such a <laughs> cool color." And I was like, "Oh, thanks, dude. My the color of my car is like dark blue, and then sometimes in the sunlight it gets teal." He's like, "Yeah, man, I had a car like that back in the '80s. That was killer, dude. That's such an awesome car, man. Props to you, dude. Hey, have a good day." And I was like, "Oh, thanks, dude." And then I just drove off. See, you can just have wonderful. Cali moments if you're driving down the highway. No matter where you are. No matter where you are. Surfer dudes are going to approach you and compliment you're just the, the middle color of, of your Little car. Rock, Arkansas. Just... Absolutely. Or maybe Fayetteville, North Carolina. They're going to be everywhere. They're going to be uh-huh. everywhere. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. There's a backstory of that we're not going to get into. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Put, <laughs> when you said put your window down, I started – there's this moment uh, in the middle of planes, trains, and automobiles where they're driving on the wrong side of the highway and then the guy on the other side of the highway goes, put your window down. So that's exactly <laughs> what I thought of. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, you're welcome for that. And you're welcome, your fans, down. for that uh, life tip. Wow. Good job, Alex. Another beautiful health tip with Dr. Phil, <laughs> Dr. Oz, other fake doctors, Dr. Mm-hmm. Al. This is a new segment we call Dr. Al. Dr. Al. You got any more rock talk for us? You got any rock? I actually do have. Yes. So this is. I don't want to make this a weekly segment. This is not a thing. It's got to be now. You said it was. You said it was going to be weekly. So now it has to be weekly. Roll it back. Roll it back. Roll it back. (laughs) (laughs) Alex, it's time to debut a new segment on the podcast. (laughs) Definitely not weekly. 
It's called Rock Talk. See? There you go, Alex. I just – we just rolled the tape back. Um, Rock Talk, in case you didn't listen to our last episode, which was – what was our last episode? Clueless. Uh, if you didn't listen to Clueless, then uh, you won't know what Rock Talk is. But Rock Talk is where we talk about anything School of Rock that is related in the news. Um, and Rock, School of Rock was actually in the news this week and is actually in the news today, like the last two days. Alex yeah. has disappeared. He is now back. Um, okay. Uh, Rock Talk today. The famous scene with um, Tamika the singer where she's all feeling down about herself when they go to the De- battle of the bands tryouts, right? You know, where she's like, I don't want to sing. I don't f- I feel fat and all that. That's been going viral recently. People have been tweeting about it and it's been trending and it actually got like a vulture article or something. So yeah, rock talk. There's school of rock is in the news again, baby. That's two weeks in a row. Making a return. Wow. Making a return. Another audition of rock talk. There it is. Um, we got to get another has- um, transition. <laughs> We don't have a yeah. single transition. <laughs> well, that can be the that can be it. Just for next. That time. was that sounded like. You know that song? No, is that? Are we gonna get copywritten? <laughs> Again, that's two weeks in a row. Uh, I was about to say our poor guest is just sitting there watching us act like absolute animals or hams. Um, let's let's tarry no further. Um, this is a friend. He's a cool guy. He is another male on the podcast, bringing another unique perspective. We've had one female on this show, and it was our first guest. So ladies first, you know? That's what we do. But here, it's we're sticking to the guys. All dudes. Oh, yeah. All dudes. Just a dude show. Girls drool. Yep. Again, I've been very, very rude. That's what we do. Uh, but he is a play-by-play broadcaster, uh, most notably with the UC Davis Athletics Department, calling football and women's basketball, and noted minor league broadcaster in the Bay Area, here in California. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Greg Wong. What up, Greg? Hello. How are you guys? That's it? Yeah, that's my big intro. Just a hello. I'm a Woo! professional broadcaster. That's all I have to say. I'm done. You guys mm-hmm. enjoy the show. <laughs> just those those sultry tones. Just two two professional radio men, and then Alex. I and one professional man. Listening to that intro, I really enjoyed. Well, I know Steve. I, I've just met Alex literally ten minutes before we started recording. But I gotta say, I really enjoy Alex's disposition. It's a nice juxtaposition between Steve, who, as people know, is nothing but happy go lucky, but. Then you have Alex, okay. who is just okay. a delight. So <laughs> we did. We didn't need that. We did. <laughs> that was unnecessary. No, we did. We did need that. I I thank you and welcome. And School of Rock, by the way, <laughs> incredible film. If you guys are doing that film at any point on this long journey of yours, no, that's movies everyone okay, should have watched. Yeah. That'll be a spinoff here on the I Should Have Network. <laughs> Shout out to Larry too, the pianist. Shout out to Larry. Yes. Oh yeah, the only Asian in the episode or in the episode in the uh, the movie. Well, well aside from dad. his parent, his dad. Yeah, yeah his dad. Yeah. Your son is very skilled. That guy. He is very skilled. Yes. Thanks. He is. So is yours. Um, wow, two ep- two editions of Rock Talk in one app. What more could you ask for? This we're, is all free too. We're killing it right now on the I should have 
What is it? What's our network? Network. No, <laughs> network. The I should have network. Alex knows nothing. He didn't know we had a logo. He has never once listened to the, the podcast. We are now like two months into this show, three months into the show. Uh, he's never once tweeted about it, never once posted on in his Instagram. He's too busy uh, driving down the road with his window rolled down. Absolutely. Now you get it. Yeah, you know it. what you should be doing? You know what you should be doing when you do that? Put on the podcast so people can hear it. That's just free advertising. Yeah, you know, I could, I could. You're right. You don't want to be I, that and guy. You, you know what? You should have. You should have network. I, I will. I will do that now. So, thanks. Free Steve. advertising, and then that surfer dude's going, "Whoa, bro, that's a pretty killer take on Silence of the Lambs." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, hey, thanks. Come yeah. on, guys. This is a great meeting. This is we're getting a lot done here. Mm-hmm. We should get, you know, those things that people drive around in the cars that have like the, like the digital signs on the top of their cars. What if mm-hmm. we just drove around with one of those that just had like <laughs> the transcripts of our episodes. So yeah, it's just like people yeah. are just reading it and getting into car crashes. That'd be, That'd be good. Cool. That'd be, how much are those? Can we, we'll look into that. They pay five, you, baby. Five dollars? That's. Five? That'd be more than we've ever paid for this podcast. Well, no, that's yeah. not true. I buy some movies sometimes, unfortunately. <laughs> that, um, are on, that are free on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the B movie debacle. I had to get a free trial for this movie we have coming up too. Oh, nice. Oh, did you guys not? How did you guys watch this? Uh, Showtime anytime. Yo, you have a subscription to that. Mom and Dad do. Oh uh, yeah, there you go. May I just make a pitch? So. Showtime's great. Showtime anytime has a lot of movies and it always runs really well. So, a, a lower rated like streaming service. I know they have just like a standalone Showtime one, but it's actually really good. Just saying. Are you going for like a sponsorship right now? This episode is brought to you by Showtime Anytime. Make sure to go in the description below. Click the like button. Mm -hmm. Um, Hit the bell. Greg, Greg, you're Chinese American. I'm Mexican American. Alex, you're Filipino American. This is the diverse podcast. We do. And we do. (laughs) This is the diverse podcast. We do. English. It's our first language. Uh, first and only, yeah. I wanted to ask you a question. While we have three different ethnic groups present. Again, this is the diverse podcast we do. And <laughs> for, <laughs> I wanted to ask you, in your upbringing, as a, a wee little Gregory, were there any movies in your household that is like, oh, this is like the Chinese-American movie. Like, this is what we watch. Because, like, I'll let you think about that question because I have an answer for me as a Mexican-American, especially in California. We have many, like, movies like that. The big one is Selena, right? Selena is like, oh, my gosh, J-Lo and Edward James Olmos and, like, everybody, the whole gang, right? That's such, like, a a big, like, oh, my God, we're going to watch Selena, and that's where we all fell in love with Selena, especially if you didn't grow up during that time. Uh, the other one is Stand and Deliver, another Edward James Olmos movie. Um, there's just like these kind of these little small little movies. Anything that has uh, Salma Hayek in it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> we watched okay. Fool's Rush In a lot, but probably just because it was Salma Hayek. So are there any Selena's? Or anything in that world. I know the the representation, even low for the Mexican scale and Latino scale, is even lower for Chinese and Asian, uh, the greater Asian community. But are there anything in your was there anything in your household growing up that you guys watched? Yeah, I'm trying to think. 
this is uh, not not specifically like Chinese for me. I mean, I guess, like you said, there just weren't, weren't a lot of uh, choices to choose from. Like Mulan, that was a movie that came out that was about Chinese people. Um, I watched <laughs> a lot of Jackie Chan Adventures. Oh, okay. It yeah. doesn't really fit. <laughs> um, that was probably the closest thing to like a cultural movie, but it wasn't like I, we all gathered around the TV at, five o'clock on thursday and watch jackie chan adventures <laughs> so um yeah there wasn't really a movie that i mean honestly it was just the typical movies that any other family has it wasn't specific to chinese people it's a good question um like my parents watched crouching tiger hidden dragon but i mean hey those fighting that scenes, wasn't like i'm just those fighting <laughs> i'm just mo- na- i'm just mo- naming asian movies so um <laughs> Yeah, not, I don't know, Alex, is there any, like, Filipino movie like that? Um, for me, well, okay, so I was pretty Americanized. I mean, my family's pretty Americanized. Um, my grandparents came to the States, and so my mom grew yeah, up same, here. Same, um, same thing with uh, all of my uncles. Um, so as far as, like, you know, super Filipino movies, I wasn't really exposed to, but I had a lot of friends who were exposed to uh, The Debut which is a movie with Dante Bosco, who played Rufio in Hook. Alex loves Rufio. Um, and that was, so what a debut is, it's almost like a quinceanera or a sweet 16, where it's like the the girl's coming of age birthday, but this is a debut, which takes place when you're 18. And so it's like this really elaborate, like there's dances and music and stuff. And so the debut is like a big Filipino movie. It you know, it took place in the 2000s, so it's it's not super old. But yeah, the debut, that's the one. Dante Bosco, Rufio, that's what me and my brother watched because we like Hook and Rufio was Filipino, is Filipino. Shout out to Dante Bosco. That's like the third shout out to Dante Bosco on this show in like 16 eps. He is like we the love, Brad Pitt. The of Filipino the community loves Dante Bosco. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm in the same boat though, Alex, because my parents were both born here. Okay, my, my grandparents were the ones that immigrated here, so we're pretty, you know, assimilated to American culture. Sure. And so, obviously, when I was born, honestly, the movie that I watched the most was The Fellowship of the Ring, which I don't know if you guys have watched, but that doesn't have any Asian characters in it. So, <laughs> really, yeah, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Frodo, Frodo, some people thought was Asian, but no. <laughs> He, uh, he's from Middle Earth. So. <laughs> he's from yeah, Middle that's Earth. That's not, not exactly the same thing. Uh, for me, like uh, growing up, like we're, my family's a little weird because it's not like there's one subset. Like, all right, yep, these are the ones that moved here and this is where we started. Um, I've done some digging as best as I could and I, I don't think I've ever talked about this on this show. I've talked about it in other things, but, uh, the border moved on us more so than we moved on the border. We've mm. always been like southern part of the United States, southwestern part of the United States, Arizona and New Mexico and and California. So once James Polk decided Manifest Destiny was the way to go, he started killing everybody and here we are still. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of a – we are super assimilated in that regard. I mean I literally just learned Spanish, so – there's that. Nice. Um, You're making good cool. moves, though. Learning Spanish. Making moves. Sharing the world, you know, Sel- the movies of Selena. I got another Go one. Another yeah. music legend. La Bamba. Oh, La Bamba is a great movie. Great one. Richie Valens, Para Bala La Bamba. Come on. That was That's my. A great movie. By the way, I never told you this, Steve. When I was a little kid, like three or four, La Bamba, I would always perform that song for my family. 
I would always wow. sing La Bamba, and I have the guitar. You want to see the guitar that I use to play? I would love to see the oh. guitar. Check out this guitar. I just got this from my brother and sister-in-law's house because it was at my they lived they lived at my grand. Anyways, whatever. I got it from them. This is my Whoa, guitar. Alex just pulled out this tiny. <gasps> it's, wow, it's so cool. With it's his in name. a case. It's in a case that's all red, blue, and yellow, and has his name Alex on it. And it's this. <gasps> it's a tiny little guitar. It's a little guitar. It's like play it. like Ed Sheeran. It's not tuned. Yeah, yeah. Give us, give us a little, give us a little. Alex, I know of... you know how to play this because I taught you how yeah. to play it. It's not tuned. I don't know. I should have tuned it. I should have been ready for this. You should have been ready. You should have been known. I was going to ask about La Bamba. It's not tuned. I can't do this. We got <laughs> the Patreon. Do it on the Patreon. Edit it in. Pa- it'll be on the Patreon. It'll <laughs> yeah. be on the Patreon. Alex's rendition of La Bamba. He'll dress up. This is something funny. Uh, before we get into Top Gun, we gotta get to Top Gun. We're, we're, no, 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 it's okay. I want to tell you one. I'm gonna tell you something embarrassing that okay. I've never told people. Bring it on us. Um, do you know what Flocorico is? Yes. Alex, why don't you go ahead and uh, talk into that mic for me while you're at it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm Alex, here. for the last three minutes, is just talking to the room. Um, I, I, for a brief moment in my childhood, Greg, do you know what Flocorico is? No clue. Flocorico is a traditional uh, Mexican dance style. Um, they oftentimes are in the very big, colorful dresses, uh, kind of the mariachi style suits for the men, and the clackers types of thing, and like the type of thing that you'll see like a, like a Independence Day parade in Los Angeles kind of deal. For a very brief moment in time, I was a Flocorico dancer when I was a little kid, and I quit very quickly and wanted to pursue sports. A little bit more. I was not a graceful young man, uh, but there are definitely pictures of me with a tiny, hard brim sombrero. Uh, I mean, that also just exists in general because it's a sombrero. Why not? Yeah. Uh, but Dude, yeah, there you go. So cool. There's behind the wow. scenes. There's some. There's some alternate timeline of your life where you just. I know. Just I'm pursued a, that as a career. I know. I moved to Mexico. I'm like straight up. I'm fully involved. I have a food cart. The you whole can thing. Still... My sister was more the, uh, I can still do it, yes, but I'm not yeah, going to. Yeah, it's never too late to accomplish what you want to be. <laughs> well, it's Wise not, man once said. That's not what I want to be. Uh, <laughs> my sister was more the dancer of the family. She danced all the way through high school, and she started in Flocorico, at least to my recollection. But that's about as Mexican as we get, folks. I love that. Um, I would love anyway, to see okay, that today's, yeah, it's, it, there's pictures somewhere. Go dig through my parents' house. Yep. Um, okay, let's talk about Top Gun, today's film, uh, released on May 16th, 1986. A PG film with a runtime of one hour and 50 minutes in the action and drama uh, genre. It was directed by Tony Scott, written by Jim Cash, Jack's, Jack Epps Jr., and it stars Tom Cruise, Kelly McGillis, Val Kimmer, Anthony Edwards, Michael Ironside, and many others. Um, here's the IMDb tagline. As students at the United States Navy Elite Fighter Weapons School compete to be best in the class, one daring young pilot learns a few things from a civilian instructor that are not taught in the classroom. 6.9 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb nice. and a and a very low score of 56% on the tomato meter, certified rotten movie. Wow. Uh, 83% audience score, however. Uh, so that's a fun little a little thing. Um, Greg, don't know how familiar you are with the show, but what we do at the top here is ask our guests, and I ask Alex, and then me as well, 
what their thoughts are in the beginning to give a spoiler-free recommendation or steer clear of this movie. So I will ask you the question now, and I will also ask you the question at the end. Greg, you're our guest. We'll go with you first. Would you recommend Top Gun without getting into spoilers to somebody who has not seen it before? Well, first of all, I appreciate you because, as you know, I've listened to every episode, yes. but I appreciate <laughs> you giving me that refresher just so I remember what to do uh, in yeah, the yeah, format yeah, yeah. of the show. Um, I do recommend it. I mean, yeah, without getting into spoilers, first of all, you have to go in with the right expectations. You're not going into this to, you know, think very deeply about society. It's just a fun movie. And uh, Tom Cruise, a young Tom Cruise, I think he was like 23, 24 when he was in this movie. And yeah, it's just a, a fun ride. This is a terrible review, but it's just a fun ride, literally and figuratively in the movie. Wow. Um, and yeah, that's my review. I know I'm a broadcaster. I should probably be saying a lot more words, but you need uh, your game notes. That's what it is. Um, <laughs> that's all I got. Yeah, it's a fun movie. I enjoyed it. It was it was it was entertaining throughout. Tom Cruise sings very poorly in it at one point. Spoiler. <laughs> that's one spoiler. And yeah, I recommend it. Alex, would you recommend Top Gun to somebody who has not seen it before? <laughs> uh, I I do. I do. I think it was a um, light-hearted, <laughs> with the exception of a couple scenes. Um, I thought it, it, you know, for the most part, it was it was a good movie. It's something, you know, a good Sunday watch. Um, cool. Yeah, I liked it. I, I liked, I, I mean, I'm going to talk about it more. I liked the music. I liked uh, some of the, some of the scenes were just really fun and just like looking back at it, you're like, well, well this is kind of corny, but hey, whatever. We'll just keep watching. And um, and you know, overall, it was like it was 2 a.m. last night when I finished this movie, but I was very, I, I went to sleep, you know, feeling feeling a okay. So yeah, I recommend. Yeah, it's hour 58. Yeah, that's the runtime. Not don't have to Under take two? up a chunk of your day. Yeah, Under two, good for you. That's what I say. Um, for me, yeah, I had seen this movie many, many times, uh, to the point where I, we will also get into this. Like we, we previewed last week on Clueless, but I was once Maverick for Halloween. I saw this movie first when I was in high school. Um, I believe maybe my senior year or maybe just around, around that moment where I'm, uh, you know, an 18 year old or so. And I saw this movie for the first time, uh, and liked it right away. I thought it was great. I, I think the, the hype lives up to it. I thought it was a lot of fun and I will recommend, I'll get into this later. But this is a very good movie for the male gay community. I think uh, the male gaze is very high on this movie. There are a lot of sweaty, buff, good-looking men in this. So, sure. well, beach volleyball, huh? Yeah, but beach getting into spoilers. If you are, if you are a, uh, if you are a gay man, you might find some serious enjoyment out of this movie um, because the love story isn't too hard hitting. Like the, the heterosexual love story isn't too hard hitting. So this might be a very good movie for the gay community. So there you go. No. Yeah, Tom um, Cruise, I, that dude does not have style. I don't and, I don't know. Can or I, an ounce of fat. Can, can I take a shower at your apartment? Hey, like, <laughs> hey, hey, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll you get don't to it. Do okay, that, this Tom. is Come this on. Is, this is your warning. This is your warning to everybody before we get into this right now. This is your last chance to turn this movie uh, this episode off. If you have not seen Top Gun before, you need to turn this episode off right now. We are officially entering spoiler territory. Alex, do you have the sound? Nope, I forgot. Okay, three weeks in a row. No sound from Alex. He's still supposed to make that sound, and he's still failing on that. Okay, we are officially now in spoiler territory, so turn this off if you do not want Top Gun ruined for you. Okay, let's get into it. Um, 
Top Gun opens with credits like many, many other films. Uh, long credit sequence with just generic Navy shots. Just cool Navy shots. And the music underneath, Alex, to get to your music. The music is a very big part of this movie. Oh, yeah. It builds. It's kind of like um, – like weirdly enough, it's kind of like a reprise of the main theme. The – that like guitar riff. It's slowly kind of embedded into this little buildup. Um, and this is the it, – it, display, it displays a bunch of things and then it eventually shows this long paragraph of, of words – a few sentences, and this is what it reads. It says, on March 13th, 1969, the United States Navy established an elite school for the top 1% of its pilots. Its purpose was to teach the lost art of aerial combat and to ensure that the handful of men who graduated were the best fighter pilots in the world. They succeeded. Today, oh, yeah. the Navy calls it Fighter Weapons School. The Flyers call it. And then it ch- switches to just two big words, Top Gun. And it's very cool. It's like, all right, we're in. Um, and then it gives us another little location thing and says Indian Ocean present day. Yeah. So is is that real? Is is Top Gun actually real? Like was that a true I don't believe fact? so. No? Oh. I don't believe so. Okay. Maybe. Well we'll keep in the context. Nineteen sixty nine, okay, cool. We had just like this was during the Vietnam War, sixty nine, right? It ended in seventy three, I think, right? Sure. Um, anyways, yeah. So, so okay. You know, whatever. Like, it it's kind of makes sense. Like, maybe they've been developing this program for a while. It's now eighty six. So, you know, Top Gun is really, you know, kind of a, a elite. A, a, yeah, an elite, an elite club of pilots. Um, and yeah, that's where we're introduced. What to the? Are they doing a training exercise here on this? Yeah, the, they're the they're kind of just. This is like not Top Gun. Like this is not the flight school or whatever, um, but this is where we get immediately introduced. They're flying around and they start saying uh, – they start giving out the call names. And a lot of the language in this movie, Greg, I'm sure you could dive into this too because you fancy yourself a language man uh, who who weaves some art with words on occasion. Uh, but all the language in this movie is so aerial and fighter combat specific. Oh, I love it. I love it when they when they get into the the technical dirt of I don't even know if it makes sense or if like an actual Air Force pilot would look at it and say like, yeah, these guys are just speaking in gibberish. But I love it. The also big thing about that opening scene is that you're introduced to all the sweaty guys in that <laughs> like cavern or that control center. And especially that guy on the computer that's Dripping. relaying all the information about what's going on. He just is sweating the entire movie. I don't think he has any body liquid left at the end of the movie. It's crazy. Because they, they, at the end of the movie, he's back, still sweating. Hey, Everyone's it's a, it's a sweaty. Stressful job. It's stressful. All yeah. the time. Yeah, it is Everyone's stressful. sweaty. I literally wrote, everyone's oh, sweaty. Uh, we can hear you still, Al. Um, Zoom technology, baby. Uh, he is frozen. Whoa. Let it go. I'm back. Uh, <laughs> Great. Please commentate all of this. <laughs> uh, um, yes, we get introduced to a, a couple of uh, pilots. They say Cougar, Merlin, Maverick, and Goose. Maverick and Goose are the main characters we will soon find out. Maverick, obviously, played by Tom Cruise. Goose is played by Anthony Edwards, the dynamic duo of Maverick and Goose, the two wingmen. And which one did uh, you play? for? Which one were you for Halloween? Okay, Keith? so let's, let's, just, let's just do this now. We're going over In... the time limit, by the way. We're for sure. Like, we're it's on fine. track. Yeah, it's fine. Who cares? 
Uh, just a heads up for our viewers, not... you know, because I'm I'm thinking yeah, about our, our viewers. viewers. <laughs> they view they view they're looking at their phone the entire time, and they're just watching the slider at the bottom move for an hour <laughs> and forty minutes. Um, okay, uh, in in call or post college, I uh, I my friend Kevin and I, Kevin was on this epi- on this show uh, doing Lethal Weapon. We both decided to go as Maverick and Goose in Top Gun for Halloween one year, and. If you've ever seen Kevin and I, especially at the time, Kevin had his light brown hair. He's taller than me and had a mustache at the time, just like Goose. I was shorter with black hair and no facial hair. I'm Maverick. And to this day, I don't know if it's a bit or not, but Kevin still protests that he was Maverick and I was Goose. And I'm like, it literally makes no <laughs> sense. I, not that I'm saying I look like Tom Cruise, cause I don't. I'm a little browner, but I definitely like, there are more similarities than for Kevin and him. Well, I don't know, Alex. Maybe you guys didn't specify. You just said, hey, let's go as Maverick and Goose. You didn't say, and I'll then, be Maverick, yeah. you be Goose, or he yeah. says, I'll be Maverick, you be Goose. So, see, that was a miscommunication there. So, it... oh, the irony. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like you're still holding on to a little grudge here, Steve. Well, he because I mean, still... think you can let it go now. No, right. I can't. I can't. I can't be like Alex. He's, I'm not frozen. I can't <laughs> let it go. Oh, just let it go. Anyway, let it go. I'm Maverick, and Kevin ke- all night during that Halloween kept saying to me, "Like, talk to me, Goose." I'm like, "No, I'm not Goose. You're Goose. <laughs> you talk to yourself." Anyway, I'm Maverick. Uh, so I hope, I hope Kevin listens to this. If he does, hit me up. So we got through I'm the first Maverick. scene. The first scene where barely. Oh no! Yeah, no, not even. So yeah, they're doing these <laughs> these aerials, and then they're like, "Hey, we got two Migs behind us, or whatever." Mig. Migs. Can't take a shot for every Mig. Yeah, there's there's lots of Migs out there. A Mig or a Bogey. There's a lot of Migs and Bogies. Yes, Migs and Bogies. bogies. And like on your three o'clock, six o'clock, uh-huh. on your seven, two seven. Lots of those. Yeah, all those, all those words are here. Um, Hopefully, it's accurate. Yeah, um, but then like uh, Cougar, right? Because it's Cougar and Merlin in one plane or one jet, and then Maverick and Goose in the other. And Cougar starts freaking out. Right, like he start, he's losing his mind. Like he, he, they need to come in for a landing. They're all running out of fuel. It's time for them to land because the MIGs and locked just on him. Can't. They locked in on him. That's why he got yes. scared. Yes, I believe this was training then, because no one got shot. Right, yeah, at this point. Um, but Cougar can't land. Right, like he's freaking out, he's in and shock, so yeah. yeah. Then, then, then Mav and Goose are about to land, and then Maverick's like, "I got to do something." And they're like, negative, you're, kind of, you're running out of fuel, we need to land, da, da 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 And then Maverick, like, skids the runway and shoots back up to go get him. And in my head, I'm like, what can you do? <laughs> you're in a plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was very exciting. And it was like, okay, this guy's a wild card. He plays by his own rules. Yeah. And he goes in and, like, convinces Cougar to come back down. Yeah, he kind of like he kind of like tutors him. Like he stay, he's like, I'm gonna stay on your wing, Cougar. I'm gonna stay on your wing. You're just gonna easily let him down. And like as Cougar, Cougar's like like really trying. And like the, his Merlin buddy back in the back was like, Come on, Cougar, you gotta focus, man. Like no regard yeah. for his like mental capacity. Yeah, we this time. have a question about that. Do we know what the co-pilots do? Uh, they mostly man the guns are like the secondary guns, I believe, and like nav and stuff like that. Okay. They do do that. Okay, because in the movie, all they were doing were pretty much freaking out. That yeah. was pretty much their <laughs> or just like job. turning around, just to worry. Yeah, yeah turning, turning around, around to see the, where everything the, is. Yeah, <laughs> everything flies by, and they have to put both hands on the window and go, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, 
whoa, they're they're all the way back there now. <laughs> 800 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, I was just wondering. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, good point. Uh, but, okay, they do end up landing, right? And uh, Cougar trying to land, like, was super shaky, right? Oh, man. And I felt like me trying to play, like, Microsoft Fight Simulator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, I can't straighten it out. It's exactly what it looked like. Um, but then this turns into, like, a big old thing, right? Like, a big old fight. And, like, the commanders call in Mav and Goose, and they're like, what are you doing? And there's this line in this little exchange that I thought was really funny that the commander or whoever says. He says, you don't own that plane. The taxpayers do. And when has the Navy or any of American military ever cared about money? <laughs> like, ever. Uh, I don't know. That's a good point. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was Also, really like, funny. is he... <laughs> He's just blatantly saying, yeah, we care about the planes more than we do if you, like, died in I guess. accident. Oh, hey, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Well, they are, like, sure. 30 million bucks or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can't put a price on a life, though. That's what I always say. <laughs> yeah. 30 million is pretty good, though. I'll take 30 mil. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. If I can take it with I'll me. I'll think about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this is where they uh, they tell Maverick and Goose, like, you're off to this. You're off to Top Gun, right? Like, this is it. Here we go. Um, because Cougar dropped, he dropped out. Now he he quit. Cougar quit. Yeah, he put his Cougar pin was on number the board one. He had his out. whole future ahead of him, but couldn't do it. Couldn't deal with it. Couldn't, couldn't deal with the skies. Yeah. Couldn't. Um, this is uh, this is where we get our first danger zone, right? Oh, the, this is yes. where the danger. Welcome to the danger zone. Or highway to the danger zone comes in. Um, and I wanted to ask you guys a question. There are three different songs in this movie get, that get played multiple times. One is Highway to the Danger Zone. The other is Take My Breath Away. And another one is You Lost That Loving Feeling. I'm going to ask you both, which one do you think was played the most? Do you know the answer? I, yeah, I kept count. I think Take My Breath Away. <laughs> I'm going with Love and Feeling. Loving Feeling. Okay. Yeah. Uh... Alex, you're correct. Woo! Nice. Take My Breath Away was played four different times in this movie. And they were all, like, within a span of, like, 15 minutes. Jeez. Um, You Lost That Loving Feeling and Highway to the Danger Zone were both played twice in this movie. See? Really? Yes. Twice? Yeah. So You Lost That Loving Feeling is in the bar, right? Um, Yep. And then later, at the end of the movie, You Lost That Loving Feeling gets played as well. When 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 Kelly McGillis comes back to like, but it's talk played like sporadically throughout the middle of the film. I thought I kept count, dude. I was I was keeping count here. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I think I got it. <laughs> Take my breath away was yeah. played four different times in Highway to the. Oh, Angels you know, you're right. Times. I'm getting it confused. You're right. Yeah, thank you. Those yeah, yeah right. those songs are a little like Take my breath away. You lost that feeling, love and feeling are kind of yeah. same genre. Yeah, yeah. I did notice that I was on Alex's side. I just said the wrong song. Uh, there you go. You know, I did notice that. Um, you know, Danger Zone, like the beat. I mean, while we're on the topic of the soundtrack, that I feel like that kind of like that drum break in the 80s 80s at like 145 BPM, like super quick, um, new wave kind of like pop. There were like 20 songs in this movie that sounded just like that, but weren't that. So yeah, shout out to uh, Giorgio Moroder. That was the that was the composer for for that song, or the right producer, or whatever. You think Giorgio's Great. listening? I know he's yeah, listening. Yeah, shout out. Yeah. Oh, okay. so, good friends. So shout out to Giorgio. Um, great producer. He's gonna die the day, and, like the day before this episode comes out. And Kenny Loggins. <laughs> Kenny Loggins, you uh, wow, you, you you dog. 
you sang Danger Zone very well. So, yeah, very good soundtrack. I loved it. Onward with but the so story. Th- let's get yeah. Let's get. We're already like thirty something minutes in here. Uh, let's <laughs> let's get to the uh, to, to where we where we meet Kelly McGillis, who is Charlie. We don't know her name at the time, but this is like the iconic scene, right? Like this is one of the big scenes that is famous from this movie, and it's where the, all the Navy men get together and sing to this one girl. Uh, I didn't like that it was like a, I think it was like a carnal bet or something. So like that wasn't super chill. It was like. Basically, like the sixteen candles, like you have to sleep with her to get the money thing, mm-hmm. uh, like the bet between get between dudes, just guys being dudes. That's sure. this whole movie. Uh, but uh, yeah, this it, that's not a super cool. There's another not super cool thing coming up too. But the uh, like he gets the microphone and like twenty navy guys are all like <laughs> queuing in on this one girl who is like the short blonde bob. And, like, she's got, like, she looks so, like, cool. She's super 80s cool. Yeah. And, really uh, cool. yeah, and they're all singing You Lost That Love and Feeling. And there is a moment in this where Tom Cruise's lip syncing is completely off. Like, it's really <laughs> bad. I noticed it for the first time this, uh, upon this watch. But, uh, Greg, did you know this this scene when it when it came up? I had no clue that it was a scene coming up. I <laughs> I did start laughing when it happened, though. I didn't know it was a super iconic scene. I still didn't until you literally just said it right now. Um, so why did everybody start singing it? I we don't know. <laughs> we just we don't they, know. Okay, they just like have like this like hit it, and everybody jumps just in. in. <laughs> yeah, incredible chemistry between all the guys inside that bar. Choreographed, them, all the in. <laughs> right? And they're like, I, I'm assuming they also like felt bad for Tom Cruise because when he was going solo, it was a rough listen. Mm-hmm. They were like, man, we got to help this guy out. Yeah, we got all, all came in and they serenade all serenade. Yeah, there's a whole but backup. Okay, but we're not sure why that happened, though. No, it just happens, and we're just supposed to take okay. it. Alex, did you know that scene? No, I was so cringy, dude. I was, I was like, Tom Cruise, you're <laughs> such a dork, dude. Don't do this. This <laughs> is not real. Don't do this. But hey, at the end of it, he he got her. He got he got her number. Whatever, right? He it worked at the moment, right? She does moment. like she's like go. She like looks at him when they stop singing, and she's like, sit down. And it's like. Hey, right. it worked. You got the job and done. And then she asked, like, how many times have you done that one? He's like, twice. And how did the first one go? Crashed and burned. Um, but she, like, leaves mid-conversation to go talk to this old guy. Right? She's like, oh, Perry or whatever his name. He's like, he's here. My my, The person I'm meeting is here or whatever. She doesn't say, like, date or whatever. But she leaves and goes sits down with him. And he's like, ah, dang it. Like, Took she's gone. Yeah. But he he later goes and follows her literally into the the girls' restroom, women's restroom. Oh yeah, don't do that. Yeah, that was bad. That was a bad move, bro. What are you doing? Bad move, bro. All right, so this is. I want to bring something up here. I know we're we're taking a while to get through this movie, but it's rated PG. Yeah. How are we feeling about that rating? I feel like it could be a PG thirteen. It a should little be a suggestive PG-13. there in the bathroom, I and mean, we don't know what he was implying there when he was going into the bathroom. Oh, we don't know what I think we know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, he like tests the countertop, <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> "She was like, so what? We just gonna do this on the floor or whatever? Like, it's like a yeah." Whole they thing. never say it. Yeah, PG. That caught this my should eye. be PG thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Not sure. that that matters. Like, if you're watching a PG movie, you'd also be able to watch a PG thirteen movie. Does ratings I take even my ratings anymore? really serious. I didn't. I didn't watch any PG thirteen movies till I was thirteen. So, 
please. Follow the rules. Wow. Good man. Wow. No, that's that Chinese American yeah, lifestyle. And everything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it just, it was a little, it was cringy. And like, this is the most I've ever paid attention while watching this movie. This is a movie you don't really need to pay attention to. It can just be on in the background, especially if you've already seen it. But this is the time I was like, okay, I need to know what I'm talking about. So I sat down and actually watched it. But this was, I was like, you know what? Upon further reflection, this is not great. This one's not good. This this scene is not yeah. good. It's not. Um, but for the most part, one of the only like this whole little sequence is pretty much the only like bad thing. Um, but then yeah, he later holds up. Holds up. Yeah, Movie for the most part, up. yes. He he ends up going back to to Top Gun school or whatever, and then. I did like that she is, like, the smarter, right? Like, they put her on a pedestal type, like, this is one of the greatest ever. Like, one of the – the Pentagon thinks very highly of this woman. And then she walks in. She's like, please, ladies, please welcome Charlie. Do not salute her. She is a civilian or whatever. And then it's Charlie. And then there's that fun moment where Maverick's like, oh, my God, Jesus Christ, it's her. (laughs) Yeah. And I like that. Yeah, so then it's like she's doing her presentation about the, you know, the stats of of each aircraft or whatever as – um maverick and goose they're like talking to each other right they're like like and you think you're like oh my gosh like yo they're like that was her that was totally her i'm so embarrassed and then she's like uh she's like excuse me uh can i help you and like calls on him and he's like oh i actually you know i've done that in a you know whatever um aircraft she's like you've done that with actually 1.1.5 me 1.5 meters i would say i got a great polaroid of it yeah yeah (laughs) and so it just shows off right like he's he's actually oh my gosh he's he's the pilot that did that and then she gets all impressed right because she's like wait i didn't know that you were that guy to do that or whatever and then he's like yeah you'll find out more about it someday or something like that right and keeps the very tension going really there's a lot of tension between them yeah, he's just a dork. Yeah, he is just totally a dork. <laughs> uh, Greg, did you like that like reveal of Charlie? Uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't exactly the most surprising thing that yeah. happened in the movie, but um, yeah, yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed their uh, tension throughout, and then the uh, the background songs. It was great. <laughs> I enjoyed, I I did enjoy the movie. So yeah, yeah that was a. It was a special connection that they had. Okay, here's where I want to offer something here, though. I I, I mentioned it in the top uh, that this this is a probably pretty fairly gay friendly movie for gay men. Uh, I feel like the tension between Maverick and who we learn is Iceman is really high like they are getting super close to each other they're kind of like giving each other looks and even like the ten- like not ton of attention but like just the like the really good best friend between maverick and goose like the men's relationships here hmm. are very tight bonded and very like on edge at all times i i didn't catch that i didn't have no, i didn't, I didn't, I, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you go back they were spending a lot just... of time in the locker room together uh, yes, they're just all that's like all sweaty, all in their underwear. Down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> again, the, the theme of sweating. There definitely yeah. is a lot of competition going on, right? So Iceman, right, is the he's the actual top guy because Cougar was the top guy, but now it's Iceman, yeah. and so Maverick is trying to be the number one. So he's like looking at Iceman. He's like, "Oh, you think you're hot stuff?" And I'm like, "No, I'm hot stuff." Like in the back and forth, like they're just trying to one up each other all the time, right? And so that kind of that leads to some further events happening later down the road. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of competition. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I didn't like 
I'm sure for Steve, who's watched this movie a bunch of times, he's able to distinguish a lot better than like me, who just watched this yesterday. I had a real tough time distinguishing between Wolfman, uh, yeah, Slider, the, there are some. Viper, okay, let me let me read them all here. Uh, we have <laughs> Maverick, Iceman, Goose, Viper, Jester, Cougar, Wolfman, Slider, Merlin, Sundown, Hollywood Stinger, and Chipper. There are so many. Listen, I knew I knew Maverick, and I knew uh, Goose. And it's everybody like really, else other than that yeah. <laughs> really just blended together. Iceman so, is like, yeah, Ma- Iceman is the tall blonde. That's Val Kilmer with the spiky hair. And the, I ended the, up knowing who Iceman was after a while, but yes. I couldn't tell you the differences between any of the other guys. All I'm saying is, if you go back and rewatch this movie, entertain the thought that Maverick and Iceman might have some feelings for each other. <laughs> Because sure. if you watch it with those eyes, it's kind of insane. Because you're kind of just like, it's kind of a little more will they, won't they. It's kind of <laughs> great. But I'm sure there is like a cut trailer on YouTube, like a fan trailer of like, if Iceman was the romantic lead. <laughs> if not, Steve's going to make the trailer. Catch it <laughs> yeah. on the Patreon. A Patreon. It'll be on the Patreon. Um, okay, let's move along. I, I did write down, uh, there was like a really weird moment. I I don't remember exactly what it is, but I wrote down the quote, I want some butts. Huh? There was like someone uttered like, I was want that, some butts. That was butts. just a quote. Yeah. yeah. It was a pull quote I got here. The pull quote. The name of this episode, I want some butts. But that's like part of like the gay thing I have here with hmm. this movie is like there's like guys just like, all right, we're going to like kick some butts. Or, I want some butts. Like someone just says that. And then we get the shirtless volleyball game. Yeah. Yeah. The shirtless the sh- volleyball game. Super sick. They're they're like oh that was that was a great scene. This all takes great place scene. like I was I did the whole time this movie is taking place in San Diego and they shot it in San Diego and I was like okay that looks like Oceanside or that looks like you know um, Coronado like these are all very like prevalent San Diego beaches and it looks fun dude I don't know if you guys watched that Workaholics episode where they were all shirtless and they were reenacting this scene <laughs> but it was <laughs> <No>. very <laughs> it was very exact and I like I think this volleyball scene is very like iconic too I mean alongside that, this yeah. that was the most iconic scene that I thought yeah <laughs> that was the iconic scene that I was ready for <laughs> yesterday so you had known Tom that before? Cruise also I knew that they had the shirtless beach volleyball scene I mean who doesn't know that and uh <laughs> Tom Cruise playing shirtless in jeans an interesting very cool with choice. taped hands like his wrist yeah. like his, his knuckles are taped for no reason it's just it's so dorky dude tom cruise is so dorky he's like he's like yes he like you can tell he's like hot with his aviator yeah. glasses slow like, motion yeah slow motion. zooming zooming in on abs a lot mm-hmm. i also Was it, like uh, that I, I noticed this time that uh goose is the only one who's wearing a shirt yeah. <laughs> he's wearing yeah, like a I tank top that too. I think he's the only one that I can relate to out of that crew. Like, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be wearing was, this was in it, the was water, it too. Who, who is uh, Val Kilmer's partner? Beach volleyball partner? Uh, is it Wolfman? Iceman and I think it's Wolfman. I don't remember. Wolfman has a good shot where Jester? he just has just... Is he the Jester or Viper? Was... I don't know. They're all the same. See? This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm They're saying. They're all the same. Uh, and anyway, he has he has a good shot where he just has strikes the pose. And yeah. that's what they use for his end credit scene too. Whoever yeah. it was, yes, <laughs> yes, on, just... yes. Well, <laughs> yeah, I love that too. That was kind of like a thing in like eighties action movies. Is like with Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, and all of these other big buff like action heroes. They would have scenes where they would just flex, or they would be like uh-huh. trying to like break open a gate or something, and they're like, Gah! and they're just like showing yeah. off all their muscles. So this was definitely very consistent with a lot of eighties action movies. So. 
I, yes. I agree. I agree with, with that choice. <laughs> and I feel like every time in between like major scenes, there's just like, all right, and now we're back at school and there's just cool fighter shots. Like all the uh, stunt flying in this is really, really good. Yes. Uh, and all the, and all the cinematography around it is really, really good. Like they got up there, like this is the era before GoPros and cameras were much, much bigger. And like, mm-hmm. these are hard shots to pull off and they're really doing a really good job in this. Um, makes the, it makes the fighter flying really really cool like it makes it look awesome i, I would uh, imagine too, definitely in the hits theaters. the man manliness of this all oh yeah in theaters yeah like that would be great that's why i mean they got a new top gun coming out which i'm sure we'll talk about later yes, but top gun that's gonna be really cool to watch in uh in theaters because we're just watching the previews when we still could do that sort of thing yeah in theaters i remember watching it and like whoa yeah just top i want to hear the i want to hear the jets in Dolby Atmos at an AMC yeah. while eating fifteen dollars small popcorn. That's all I want in this life again. And a blue icy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this is where they they get their date right. Uh, Maverick goes to uh, Charlie's house and uh, on a super cool bike. Right after volleyball cool too. Right after volleyball, right he's after like, volleyball. "Oh yeah, they're tied, right?" And and uh, Goose is like, "Dude, you can't go. We gotta like untie the game." He's like. I got to take care of something, man. I got to take – he doesn't say, like, I got a date. They have to be discreet, right, because it's his teacher or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then he shows up and it's like, mind if I take a shower? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what? So, Alex, you were saying this earlier. So you don't recommend doing that when you're on a No. Date. Going to someone's place mm-hmm. and saying, hey, uh, can I take a shower? Like, no, dude. You're in gross clothes, too. So what, you're going to change back into your gross clothes? Like, you're going to be gross no matter what. Just, like – you know nothing's gonna happen because you're gross. So just, you know, go swim in the ocean. <laughs> might have been for a expecting. Bit. Might have been expecting a little action. I'm just saying. I, but not wearing those From gross, like beachy, sandy clothes. Like you gotta wear those later, dude. You're you're gross. You're gross. Yeah. Yeah. He's a dork. He at least dried off. He at least dried off on his motorcycle ride. Yep. His hair wasn't that like. Bike is super cool, dude. That is. bike is so sweet. Um. But then they have their little date, and this is where we get a little. Uh, a little bit behind the scenes and like a little bit more about Tom Cruise, about Maverick and like learn that, oh, his dad went missing. He was also a, f- a flying, a fly boy as well. And, you yeah. know, this kind of thing. And there's like a, a lineage there where he has to live up to this high standard that his father set. Um, that's about as deep as this movie gets aside from when, when it happens to goose. Um, yes. But yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy because then, like he, it, the date goes really well, and that tension is still there. Kelly McGillis is really great. She's got this great little like, "I hate you, but you're so cute." Smile, you know what I mean? Like where she kind of has that smirk, it's like smirk, I'm trying to yeah. fight back a smile, but I can't deny how much I like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she plays that really, really well. Because because she knows if she admits this, then she might get fired, or she might be like, mm-hmm. you know, fired. I don't know. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Yeah, or it's just it's just unethical. Unethical. Right? That's that. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Um, uh, I did want to mention, but you can't resist him. Can't resist him. Absolutely. No. Uh, Greg, did you like? What were your thoughts on Kelly McGillis at this point? Like, oh, were you were you fine. like, man, she's cute. Like, she's her her the whole outfit again is very eighties cute, right? Stylish and like. I really enjoyed how they just extended it out for like. I mean, the whole thing took like twenty twenty five minutes for them to eventually get to where it was eventually going to lead up to mm-hmm. but the the tension just lasted for like literally yeah like a 20 or 25 minute segment in the middle of the movie where <laughs> it wasn't about planes anymore <laughs> it was just about this romance yeah it and it's like it wasn't even a will they won't they because we all knew they would 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. There was literally nobody, no other love interest in this movie. Like there was, he, no. he, he, there was one. There's other Meg woman. Ryan. Meg Ryan's the only other one. Yeah, and it's Goose's <laughs> wife. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, and then that—that's what. That's kind of what happens, right? That's when they play uh, the piano together, and they're playing that great Balls of yeah. Fire song, and mm-hmm. like, yeah. Um, what's her name? Char. You said her name's Charlie. Charlie, yeah, it's Kelly McGillis. She, name is Charlie. That's where she says like she actually loves him, and you're like, oh my gosh, like this is actually a really yeah. serious thing. Well, then it does turn this turns sour almost immediately thereafter, right? Because then we do jump back to the plane stuff, and and Iceman's winning, like he's winning to try and get the top the top guy at the Top Gun. Yeah, right? and is this the first uh, training or the second training scene? This is like the second training scene at this point. Because I, I wanted and... to mention the first one first before you get to the second one. Because right, okay. they're doing that battle thing, right? So basically once you lock on to someone, that means that they're eliminated or whatever. They lose. They don't yeah. get the points. And so like Tom Cruise, he won that one, that first one, right? And so he was all hyped. And then that's where that signature line comes in. He's like, he's like permission to, you know, fly by or whatever. He says... Oh, yeah, the he, flyby situation. He says, negative Ghost Rider, the pattern is full. And then he still does it. <laughs> he still flies yeah, by. And he drops the coffee. Yeah, he spills that it all over That was funny, too, where after that little fight that where he, like, yells at them in the office, too, he runs into the guy with coffee. It's kind of slapsticky. He's like, oh, it happened again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Corny, but uh, funny. But, <laughs> yeah, it was super corny. But this is the second training sequence where Maverick straight he, – he would have died. Right, like this is where Maverick pulls off, and like they were mad at Maverick one and that first because he went below ten thousand feet, and then the second point is because he drove by the tower, uh, negative Ghost Rider. Uh, but the yeah, this is the second one is where he pulls a maneuver. He leaves his wingman. He leaves Iceman to chase after it's like Viper or whoever, and it was a trap the whole time. Right then, the other plane came in and had locked onto him, and he was knocked out. Right. Yes. Um, Never leave your yeah, wingman. So, yeah, never. Uh, oh, we also missed. We also missed. Uh, oh no, this is right after. Uh, there's so many training sequences. It's so random. This whole movie's about training until the very last scene. It's yeah, crazy. That's true. Um, but um, then Kelly McGillis is like all mad at him. Like they're kind of fighting or whatever. And then there's that like random chase through the streets where he drives off on his motorcycle. She won't. He won't listen to her. And then she takes off in that cool little car. That little that little convertible is super sweet, and she like weaving through traffic, and then like gets all the horns honked at her, and then they pull up, and then that's when they have their first kiss because she's like, "You didn't let me finish. I think you're a genius, or whatever." And it's like this little, what I like to call in movies and TV the "I know you" moment, mm. which is always the like, "I know you. I know that you like waffles toasted when they're slightly blackened, like that kind of thing, <laughs> like proving I love you" thing. What uh, is the what is the song, Steve? Again. Can't. What? Take my breath the, away. The, take my breath away. Yeah. yeah. I I really enjoyed that. That was this is the sequence you're talking about where they played yes. it in like three yeah, times they, in 15 they, minutes. Yes. So it, that, it's playing. Yes. So it's start. The first one is playing when they um, are fighting. Right. Like where he's like walking out and gets to the motorcycle and then music changes and then they kiss and then take my breath away plays again and then it leads into the sex scene. The very and like, then they PG don't sex scene. <laughs> they don't do any of the. Uh, have any of the vocals they just have the yeah, instrumental for like the first few <laughs> and it's so great how they do that because they like build it up the first two times and then the third time i think it's i think they literally start playing the song while they're still at top gun 
So it's yes. just like, why is this playing right now? All the time. It's got to be playing. Just, just keep it on a so, loop. Repeat, yeah. <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts of the movie, yeah. But now, yeah, Maverick's all happy now, right? And then this is another big line. Uh, it's super random and has nothing to do with the movie, it feels like, because Goose and Maverick are walking on, like, the tarmac or whatever. And uh, he's like, I got the need. <laughs> the need for speed. And then they get this big corny high five. And it's like, what uh, was that? Was great. That was great. <laughs> like, what did that have to do with it? Is anything? that like the the phrase need when you say you got the need for speed? I mean, was that just a thing or like did they make that phrase? I believe I think they have I, to have made that. I think I looked it up actually. Um, I thought it was from the Need for Speed video game, but <laughs> I think this might have come first. Yeah. Uh, I felt I googled something in the middle of this movie. Oh, my Google just went off. I googled something in the middle of this movie. Uh, oh, I looked up Need for Speed. You got any fun facts for us this time, Steve? I don't. I don't. Um, I don't know if it's actually from this movie. Oh, I forget. I forget. It's okay. But it, it, it's, yeah. I mean, it's a big, yeah, it's a big line. Yeah. I got the need for speed. And it means nothing. Like, it, it's no. not, they're leaving, they're leaving their planes. <laughs> like, wouldn't you have just gotten your need fulfilled? <laughs> it, you're not supposed to think about it. Just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> don't overthink it. But this... This is where the movie takes a very hard left, right? Up to this point, we're all having a good time. Yeah, it's we're basically all having a good been time. one big party. He's got the girl. He's doing cool tricks. We're flying around. They're singing in bars. They're going into women's restrooms. Everything's yep. great. Sweating. And then, yep. And then, uh, while in training, Iron Man, uh, Iceman can't take the shot. Right? Like he's like, I ten, twenty more seconds, twenty more seconds, ten more seconds, ten more seconds, and then he's like, ah, oh, he like pulls out. And then that's when Maverick speeds up to take the shot, and he gets caught in what is it? What do they call it? Like his drift or something? In the air, yeah, the drift of the other of Iceman's wing. So the air yes. goes into his engine in a certain way and that disables his and both of his engines. Yes, and they're in a spin, a flat spin, right? They're, that's what they said. Like Maverick and Goose are in a flat spin, and they're spinning and spinning and spinning, and Maverick can't hit reach the ejector button. The G's. Right? It's get. It just got very serious, very quick. Did you notice the the and music? By the way, it was it was like super tense. It was like yeah, it was scary. Yeah, it's very scary. Did you, know, Alex? Did you know that Goose was going to die before uh, watching? No, I didn't. So mm. this caught me by surprise. <laughs> I could tell Greg knew, right? Yeah, I knew. I mean, I'd, I'd heard that before, and I knew once they said at the beginning when it was going to happen that, like, I think they said before they went up into the sky that's like. This is our second to last training run. Everything uh, just like slows down. Yeah. This is, or whatever. It's our last yeah. training run. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Like, okay, well, also too, happen. like, uh, uh, well, Goose, like the whole time is like, kind of makes little nods to like, you're the wild card, man. You're going to get me killed one day kind of thing. He uh, says that in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Did you know that uh, to, to totally go off on the tangent, uh, Greg, did, have you seen uh, Meet the Parents? I've not seen any of them meet the parents, meet, Fockers, meet the, meet the verse. any of them. Uh, there's, yeah, I haven't met any of them. Um, they uh, Ben Stiller, and I forget who plays his his like fiance or wife or whatever she is. Uh, they call each other, or she calls Owen Wilson uh, Maverick, and Owen Wilson calls her Goose. And then Ben Stiller gets all mad. It's like, oh, I can't believe you and your ex-boyfriend call each other these cute little pet names. Um and then, like, but you're Goose. And, like, Goose, they say Goose dies at the end. He's like, can I be Iceman? He's like, no, don't be Iceman. Or, oh, no, that's what it is. 
I'm re-remembering this from 2006, so give me a break. They call each other Maverick and Iceman. And then he's like, can I be Goose? And she's like, no, because Goose dies at the end. That's what oh, it is. Oh. And that's where I knew. I remember that. I was, yeah, that, that moment in Meet the Parents because they're doing <laughs> Maverick, Goose, and Iceman. That's so funny. Um, ben Stiller, he's like, can I be Goose? <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, because Goose dies at the end. Oh, my God. Stupid. Anyway, he does die. Anyway. He ends up pulling the ejector like tab right it's not even like a button he like pulls this like string like a rope almost, yeah like a rope and then they fly out and goose got jacked up he got crushed he's yeah. crushed. bleeding got from his caught. head yeah. yeah it's bad and it's sad it's and you're like sad. dude like oh no not goose because goose you just feel like he's just kind of this innocent guy that uh he, he has loves a family we were introduced yeah. to in that scene at the bar where weirdly the child is there watching his parents <laughs> get very intimate with each other <laughs> anyway and then there was a weird seating arrangement too at that bar where maverick is sitting with goose's wife yeah he's got his arm around her yes and very tenderly like holding her anyway that's <laughs> i digress um yeah and so they get to uh goose who is kind of the comic relief in the movie at least that's kind of the role he's played where he's just kind of this happy-go-lucky guy he does have a heart-to-heart with maverick uh, before that last training scene where he dies but yeah so that's why you just kind of feel really bad that that's the guy that was going to die and it's even though he was absolved of liability maverick feels responsible for it for getting yeah. this happy family man dead and that's weird too because like uh you don't really like in a training movie you're not really thinking someone's gonna die yeah it's just training exactly Especially, Alex, exactly. especially because you didn't know that this was going to happen. Like, were you like taking by surprise? It heightens the stakes a lot more because it's yeah, it's just training. They're not actually going to battle with anybody. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know what the marketing for this film was going into it, but at least in everything leading up to that, the the stakes were not at that level, even though they were doing dangerous things. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, yeah. it was kind of like you know, Goose was his sidekick. Like you know, the sidekick. It's like Batman and Robin. Like, dude, Robin doesn't die. Like you know, Goose shouldn't die. So yeah, I, I was definitely caught off by surprise. Um, and also, I, I mean, it was kind of a shock too to hear how like the news was broken to to Maverick. Like you know, and and how like everyone was like <laughs> like Goose is dead. Yeah, just so like non <laughs> non sympathetic. You know, about this yeah, whole thing. Super nonchalant. Nonchalant, yeah. They're just like, hey, well, well Goose, is, Goose dead. is dead. And he's like, I know. <laughs> yeah, they're just, you know, whatever. Because this is just, you know, this is this is business, right? Like, this is what we do. Mm. And then... I um, lost yeah, I lost yeah. 20 men on one night or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, the, 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 what's the... What's the boss's name? Viper. The, the head... Yeah, Viper. Terrible, terrible just, like, leader of men, of people, Awful. of anybody. Goes into the bathroom Well. Tom Cruise is basically in his underwear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. underwear to, shots. To Steve's, to Steve's central note, he does this weird thing after he's done telling him Goose is dead, where he just like runs his hand on the back of Maverick's back mm-hmm. in the bathroom. I'm telling you, dude, this is a gay-friendly <laughs> and, movie. Uh, yeah, sorry, Goose is dead, but you know it happens. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, yeah. That was basically yeah. the message. You, I mean, it kind of goes to show that you got to be tough. You got to be tough in this business to be a successful pilot and you're like dude ugh, I don't, know. don't sign me up for that by the way a guy today i was walking into rei and a dude was like i was just walking and this guy goes hey do you want to join the army and i was like huh no no and then i walked it back into the store 
anyways, I digress. Um, so yeah, so so <laughs> it would have been so much better if you went. And so I signed a couple papers. <laughs> so and I'll ship out tomorrow. So tomorrow I'm gonna be. Uh, <laughs> so we have in the pod. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's actually the last step. <laughs> the, the series finale. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, anyways. Um, yeah, so it was really sad. It was like, I was like, dude, what the heck? Like, how is Tom Cruise going to be able to be this number one pilot now? Because he doesn't have his wingman. Like, he's obviously very yeah. distraught. But um, what? Viper throws him and back they don't in, care. right? Yeah. They just throw him straight. Like, okay, he gets cleared, like you said, Greg. But then they don't care that he, this dude has, like, he just, his friend just died. And they're like, they sent him right back into the fire, yeah, right, right away. In. They're like, we need to get him back in the air. It's like, no, you don't. He needs to go to a therapist have a day off. and grieve properly. He needs to properly grieve. He's in there. And they're like, and then he like pulls out of like the training, right? Where he's like, take the shot. It's an easy shot. And he's like, I can't, I can't. And he pulls out and then lands. And then there's that big old fight, right? He's like, I'll take the shot whenever I want it, when I'm good and ready or whatever yeah. he says. Which I thought um, was really badass, too, because, like, here he yeah. is. He's this number one pilot. The only black character, by the way. <laughs> right. Only person of color. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we always point that out. That's the only <laughs> – that was, like, his one line. He was in the background earlier. I did notice him. But then, yeah, he's like, come on, Goo. Like, come on, Maverick. Like, you got to be t- – that's an easy shot. Yeah. And then he grabs him. By the collar. Yeah. And very yeah. close. A lot of close male contact here, folks. A lot of close Again, contact. It it goes to show that that Tom Cruise was always like very confident in his his skills, even when he was down, you know, after Goose got in his accident, like he was still yelling. He's like, "I'll take it." Yeah, he's like, "I'll take it when I want to." Like he's still in control, but yeah. he's still very troubled. Yeah, but he's sad. He's, he's sad. He's sad. grieving. Sad his boy. one of his best friends, if not his best friend, just died. Yep. And he feels like it was his fault. He needs to go to therapy. It, he needs to grieve. He needs to he needs to lay in bed and he needs to like relax and try and get over it. Yep. And and they're like, just give him a few days. It's like a few days. Give this man Rump a week dirt on it. at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give this poor man a week off from training. Jesus. Um but then he graduates. Well, right. He drops out and of that. He, goes, he quits. They said that he quits. He, he does he's he, a, he does drop out. Yeah, yeah. He drops out. It's not super like it's not like when um, what's when uh, Cougar dropped out where he didn't like turn anything. He just disappears, right? Yeah. Kelly McGillis goes to like save him. She can't do anything about it, and then he goes to talk to Viper. Wait, real quick. That's when Iceman um, goes to talk. Uh, goes to Maverick and goes. Yeah, hey. he like condo- consoles him. Yeah. Yeah, and in like such a terrible, terribly worded way, but it's yeah. like such a, kind of a tough military way. You yeah. know how someone like yeah, like would... we're not gonna we're not gonna come to grips with our feelings. We're men. Yeah, right? yeah. That's kind of that thing. Yeah, it was like it was like it was like uh, everyone uh, everyone liked him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and you could see the tears Thanks. are in his eyes a little bit, but he's like. Goose, yeah, Goose was Goose was cool. You know, it was like very just like surface <laughs> level. Like, hey man, Goose was cool. Goose was cool. We <laughs> we liked Goose. And then I want to rewrite. Can we have that be the line now? Goose was cool. Hey dude, Goose, Goose was Goose was cool, bro. <laughs> that can be what I can go find the guy that complimented my car. He would be perfect for the mm, new yes. um ice uh, the new the new one. Anyways, he comes the back one, graduation. <laughs> Graduation and oh well, he has that like heart to heart with Viper on a Sunday, right? He's like, "Sorry for bothering you on a Sunday." And yes. he's like, uh, "Yeah, like you have two options. You can either go graduate, or you can walk away." Um, and he graduates. He decides to graduate, but immediately interrupted by a crisis. Right? Um, I did like in the beginning. It's very like military industrial complex. There's this line where they're like, "We're not in a war, 
but we always have to act like we're in one or something like that. Like they have that line or it was like, Ooh, <laughs> but, hey. and like, yeah, what is, what is this crisis? Like, what is this war they're fighting? I'm still not really clear on what exactly <laughs> Who was that needed to be done. <laughs> yeah. Well, can you, do you guys know what, what happened? I rewound it twice, no. but I still don't, I still don't really know. It was like some, you're not supposed to question something was, they needed to be, um, like there was some mis- miscommunication, something going on somewhere, and these planes needed to protect whatever that was so they could repair that communication. So I don't know, maybe it was like a ship or something that needed to like mm. refix their satellites or something. Oh, and the ship had wandered into em- enemy territory. So and no enemy named. <laughs> no enemy named, but it's MIGs. Right. The, the, the yeah. those bad. Yeah. Say no more. Say no more, those, fam. Those bogeys. Yes. You got MIGs. Yeah. 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 The MIGs. The MIGs are here. MIG, 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 MIG. Everything. I don't really know what a MIG Me is neither. still. Um, but you can't but, fly too so, close yeah, to them. Yeah, so they call in. They call in Mav and, and uh, Iceman and everyone and the whole gang. Merlin. The whole gang. It's like, all right, we need you. And they call him. And then Iceman is like, D- uh, uh, Captain, I don't believe that uh, Iceman or that uh, Maverick is any condition. He's like, save it. I already know what you're thinking. It's like, well, then why is he going? Yeah, <laughs> he shouldn't be going. He shouldn't. He be. Needs Definitely to a grieve. really question, a really questionable call to send him in. There. Terrible, call. very questionable. Terrible. There's call, you know? like ten other graduates, <laughs> but not the let top one of them go. Not Maverick. No, these are the top, the best of the best. We need yeah. Maverick. And also, why are these guys going? Aren't there other Top Gun graduates? It's been around for the last 17 years. So that's what else I was wondering, too. Like, are these literally the, the Only... best fighter pilots in the entire Yeah, don't they have, like, 10-year vets? Like, anybody else? And like, if this is such a huge crisis, <laughs> we need to interrupt graduation? <laughs> yeah, what? I don't know. Makes no sense. Um, whatever. Don't think about it. Just send just him. Just let send it happen. Him. Maverick's fine. He's fine. He doesn't need to grieve. He doesn't need to come to terms with his feelings of loss. It's, you know what they're saying? He, they're like, we don't have any more time to explain this. There's only ten minutes left in the movie. We got to finish off the movie. Let's <laughs> and just... it's the big scene. It's the climax. <laughs> this is just the big go. Scene. Just shut up. Shut up. Go. <laughs> right. Um, but I think that's important. Like for the whole movie, we've been doing these training scenes, and now we're at a point where there's something that actually could happen where there are actual stakes and they just kind of skirt by what the stakes are. Yeah. Like all do. we That's know true. is that it's a real thing. It's a real thing. Yeah. And, this uh, is the real deal. So they go like into when, it, right? Yeah. When we, when they go into it, they go in and we barely get any shots of who they're even firing at. I couldn't even distinguish who was, who was the good guys and who were the bad guys. We just like see hands pushing triggers. Like we don't even they see look, any Yeah. Flags. They look like nothing. You know, they're like, Empire, you know, TIE Fighters? Is that what they're in Star <laughs> yeah. Wars? Is that yeah, they're they just TIE Fighters. Yeah, the bad guys had the yeah. visors. And you're like, oh. Exactly. That's the <laughs> yeah. bad guy. They had the clear, barely out. blacked yeah. out visors. Gender, gender and ethnicity neutral. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, Iceman yeah, was is, getting this, They are a they. It's they. Yes. <laughs> they, they them. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> in the uh, 80s, But, yeah. Too. So, they one gets, one gets shot. Yeah. Progressive. One gets shot down, right? Like one of the American top Top Gun pilots gets shot yeah, down. Yeah, Hollywood. And that's when Hollywood, that's right. Hollywood goes down. And then that's where they need to call up Maverick. He's sitting there on the tarmac. He's ready to go. And he's like, all right, Maverick, go. And then he, he does a little little salute thing, like the clear and salute thing. And then he takes off. And then uh, he's like fading in and out whether he wants to actually do this or not. Like whether he's okay to do this, which again, he's not. 
he shouldn't be here. Yeah, he's not uh, engaged. And then at one point, yeah, he he disengages, right? And then that's when Ison's like, "Damn it, Maverick! Like, where'd you go? Like, yeah, because there's four bogeys on him. There's four bogeys. I think there's like six. They just keep yeah. adding numbers. They said six. Yeah. Now there's seven. Yeah. Like, oh, geez. The whole fleet might have to call the real Air Force. <laughs> Hey, this is the Navy. This is the Navy. Oh, yeah, sorry. The Air Force. And there's only five uh, minutes left of the movie, so this thing's really got to yeah, kick We got to go. <laughs> uh, Man, then yes. he fires a shot, and he misses him. Yeah, he misses, misses one of the, the shots. Shot. But he does do that cool, like, maneuver we saw earlier in the movie where he stomps on the brakes, lets the flyby pull up. Oh, like, yeah. all, again, all, like, the, the stunt flying is really good. It looks really great. Uh, we see the lock-on target stuff and, like, the that that. Like the lock on sounds perfect and like it all looks really, really good and legit. Like it doesn't feel cartoony or corny or like played up. Like it looks yeah. legit and they're communicating back and forth and like it's intense. It, it's really well done. It really instilled like a lot of fear once like in like it, it helped you experience what the pilot was actually feeling like when they're locked on. Like and they know that they're like, oh, my God, I'm locked on. I don't know how to shake them. Then you got to like. They got to really do the little twirly thing where they just kind of yeah pull right yeah, yeah. It's that's why I think scary. I think it, watching this movie in in theaters would really yeah be a pretty cool experience because you're they have those shots where they have you're inside the jet and they have like not just the sounds of the engine going in and out but also just them shifting gears within the plane yeah and doing all their different mechanics inside the plane it'd be that's why I'm excited to see the new one because yeah, then you're going to get all that surround sound. I hope it's I hope it's more like real. I hope they don't go too CG on it because that's that makes like that raises the stakes when they're flying right because you know you're watching something that's real and there's something tangible about that. Um, but without you know going shot by shot here, they end up winning this battle right. They they Maverick takes out like three right. Doesn't he yeah. take like three or four of them? He like he goes off. A lot of bogeys, triple bogey, triple if you will. Bogey. Yeah, triple bogey. That sounds like my kind of day. Uh, that was a hell of a fight. That was a good. It was a good fight. Maverick really saved the day, and Iceman's like they have that cute little moment after, right? More, more to my my thesis today of you know, hey, you could be you my should wingman. write a paper on this, Steve. Yeah, you could be my wingman anytime. It's like. Ooh. <laughs> like yeah. I'm, I'm sitting there going like kiss kiss <laughs> kiss uh but yeah great fight and then um maverick throws the has he always has goose's dog tags which he ends up throwing in the ocean which i'm like dude you could have could have kept that you should have you should have kept that or given it to his wife yeah it was a little <laughs> selfish his, his widowed wife and abandoned son <laughs> Poor guys, yeah. wow. poor family. That they end up crying too, right? Then they, like they cry together or whatever. Like yeah. he's like yeah. consoling her, like give her the dog tags, bro. Oh well, crazy. Nope, Go, belongs to the ocean. Um, but then yeah, then uh, they say like Maverick, you can do whatever you want now or whatever. He's like, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna become an instructor. So he goes on one battle. <laughs> And dips. Yeah. <laughs> after all that, and he's like, "May God save us, or whatever. God help us." <laughs> like, uh, and then he ends up going back down to to San Diego, and and I think it gives us another like, uh, oh no, uh, it gave us one other like time thing. It was like twenty four hours later, Indian Ocean, when they go out to the battle. That was like the second uh, location tag. But they ended up coming back, right? And he's back in the bar, and then you just see a hand put in a quarter into the jukebox, and then. Uh, 
uh, you lost that loving feeling comes on. Right. And then he's like, what? Huh? What? What is that? And it's Kelly McGillis and Charlie's back. And, and that's it. <laughs> that's kind of it. it. They get together. They, they kissed, right? Didn't they kiss? I don't know. I think I turned it off. <laughs> Whatever. They, the they, have a little, they have a little moment. At this point, I'm like, okay, I don't really care about Charlie and Maverick anymore. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, 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 it's Maverick and Iceman. That's, I'm, I ship that relationship more. Um, but yeah, then it's, then it's roll credits. Roll and credits. Uh, cool. All right. I guess he's going to be an instructor now. Yeah. Like they did share – like there were a couple callbacks I think in that last scene where like he says something that they said together earlier or whatever. And whatever. Who cares? But yeah, I thought it was uh, – I thought it was an, uh, a soft ending. A very soft. Oh, there is oh, – speaking of soft, the opposite of hot, soft, there were those couple of weird lines. I forget who said them where he was just like, I'm hard. Like, do you remember oh, yeah, that? Yeah, some of the uh, some of the like, humor. It's making me hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was really ugh. I hate. Oh that. yeah, when they were talking about, I think when the, they were talking about planes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> low plane Don't talk. Say Nothing that. gets them going like a low plane some talk, dude. Hey, some dude what's better than this? Just guys being dudes. Guys, yeah, guys being dudes, eh? Yeah, that's true. This movie, this movie does resonate with that barstool culture. Ooh, it, like within that community it really does resonate with that that whole... is a very good uh that is a very good thing point to make yeah good job Gregory. yeah um uh, fun but yeah roll credits and and that's uh that's the film right there um this movie was a um did win a couple of awards golden globe for best original song take my breath away um and uh won won the Golden Globe and the Oscar for Best Original Song. Wow. Uh was nominated for Best Sound, which I agree, the sound was really good in this. Like Wait, the sound of the Dan- Danger great. Zone was 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 made for this movie? No, no, no. Take my breath away. I think Danger Zone was Take My Breath Away was ma- same thing with Danger Zone. Was it? And there, oh, there's another that. song. I listened to the uh the playlist on Spotify. There's another song called like My uh like my wing or something my flight or something like that and it's like we're taking off it's like danger zone with airplane references and i think it was in top gun too i mean it has to be as well top gun as well not top gun too top gun also also yeah uh so yeah it was also nominated for best sound which i totally agree like the sound was really good i think all the the fighter jets sounded really really cool yeah fun fact best film chime in for the sound design for that, according to that documentary, um, they used instead of actual airplane sounds because it's probably really hard to record airplane turbine engines. They used animal <laughs> sounds and like distorted it and like Whoa. edited it like that. Um, cool. So there was that. So that's a fun fact. And then also, um, did you notice that when they were in the training school, there were like subtle um, background noises of like, like it would go through yeah, one speaker planes, and come out yeah. of the other, like. That kind of stereo choice was was really yeah. smart. Cool. Uh, fun fact. Um, best sound, best effects, sound effects editing for nominee for an Oscar. Also a Golden Globe nominee for best original score. So nice. 1987, they they won a couple of awards. That especially "Take My Breath Away" was a big one. But um, wait, I, uh, I I broke up there for a second. Alex, what what animals did they use? Uh, they didn't specify. The they didn't specify oh, which didn't animals. Specify. But um, but they used wow. animals. <laughs> 
Um, so again, this movie has a a fifty six percent tomato meter score on Rotten Tomatoes, which is certified rotten. Uh, other movies in this uh, in this category: Mission Impossible. Okay, Tom another Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise film. I I think Mission Impossible is pretty good. I think it's kind of in the same area. Um, Glory Road, uh, you know, one of my favorite movies. Uh, we're going to learn fundamental basketball. Uh, no Are you dunking. being sarcastic? No, I, it's, a, it's a joke between us. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. Three Amigos. When I, I enjoy Three Amigos. Mission Impossible 2, Nomeo and Juliet. Oh, what? And Alex, you'll like oh, this. classic. Yeah. You'll, you'll like this comp, Alex. Also, uh, this is a 57% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wayne's World 2. Whoa, party time. Also, 56%. The Polar Express. Oh, um, what? But as I also mentioned, 80, 83% audience score, which is pretty interesting. That's a pretty big difference. Almost 30% difference. That is um, a we don't difference. see that too often. Um, we, we pretty much are all in agreement that we like this movie. But there are some people who definitely do not like this movie. Let's go ahead and read some one-star reviews from IMDb. Um, I'll go ahead and I, th- these are never pre-screened. I just pull them up and see which ones look fun. Um, this is a one out of 10 from shopaholic 35 from February 15th, 2014 does not deserve its classic movie title. Um, okay. So I've been under the impression since I first heard about Top Gun, that it was a classic much was at least once in your lifetime film. Turns out it's not hmm. for all the accolades this film received over the years. It is a shocking rating on IMDb and it does not shock me in the least. The only thing that shocks me is the fact that so many people talk about Top Gun being a great movie. Wow. The whole movie seemed like a major stretch and pointless. Just a bunch of guys who got together to play with their toys. Oh <laughs> yeah, it is though. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's true. Yeah. Uh, JRC Bucks says, this movie is dumb. Uh, this is unbelievable. Dumbest movie. Cliches and hype. Arf, arf. What a dog. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Dexter. I'm going to read this one. This seems fun. Dexter-3, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day, Dexter. 1999. Ooh. Arf, arf. One star out of ten. What a dog. An extended music video. Scenes strung together with music and Tom Cruise's, albeit killer, smile and sweat sheen. McGillis is totally miscast and no self-respecting woman to fall for these lines. She is completely unbelievable mouthing her character's job speak as well. Do our top guns really believe this way and associate with people like this? God, I saw this at original release and again last night and it went from a five to a one. An absolute dog. I wonder how Tim Robbins, a man of talent, views this exercise now. Wow. I mean, Tom Cruise, he was a doof. His skill, his like (laughs) pickup skills were were doof-like. So mm-hmm. I can agree a little bit. Uh, am I the only one who hates this movie? Easily one of the worst mo- films I've ever seen. Idiotic dialogue, stupid waste of time. Mm. I've been more entertained sitting in traffic than watching this poor excuse for a film. Wow. wow. This is a really quick one. Uh, Let me read it. Uh, February 26, 2018 from The Chairman 007. Tom Cruise failed miserably in what, in miserably what could have been a pretty decent film, but instead turned it into an absolute piece of garbage. Highly Dang. overrated. The Tom Cruise, the ultimate loser. Dang. The ultimate, ultimate the loser. The ultimate loser. How about this one? Last one, I swear. I'll just read the title. July 6, 1999 from A. Bechtel. One star out of ten. Crap-O-Rama. <laughs> how are they doing these in 1999? How, how do they? I don't know. That's what I want to know. Yeah. I don't know, but they're here. It's crazy. They're here. Um, we've come to the end here, folks. Uh, we'll ask you guys the same question that we asked at the top. Greg, I will start with you, our guest. I believe I know how you feel, and I don't think your feelings have changed. I don't think any of our feelings have changed. Just kind of fun to talk guy stuff. 
Uh, Greg, now that you've we have talked about this movie for almost an hour on the nose, would you recommend Top Gun to someone who has not seen it before? One hundred percent. Great movie. Great cast. Young Tom Cruise. I I like Tom Cruise movies. I'm a big Mission Impossible fan, so I'm a little biased there. But um, yeah, if you go into it with the right expectations and not like a random IMDb reviewer from 1999, then you're going to like this movie because the planes are really cool. I think for the most part, like we said, it holds up. Um, It's not a diverse cast. There's one African-American man and that's it. And there's one or there's two female characters in it. Um, So I guess that doesn't hold up either. And then we have those two scenes we talked about earlier in the bathroom uh, where Tom Cruise gets a little creepy. But other than that, it's just a fun, good time. There's a beach volleyball scene that (laughs) I'm going to think about for the rest of my life. (laughs) And um, yeah, we've got the the last we've got a sequel coming up in this summer for uh, Tom Cruise. What was it called? Top Gun Maverick. So, Yeah. um, yeah. I feel like uh, you probably won't have to see this one to see Top Gun Maverick, but it'll probably give some context. So, Well, yeah, the, Goose's son, that's not a spoiler, it's in the previews, Goose's son is in the new Top Gun wow, Maverick. Wow, crazy. Played by um, Miles Teller. Yeah. Wow. Alex, now that we've talked about Top Gun for about an hour, would you recommend this movie to somebody who hasn't seen it before? Yeah, I would. It's the 80s. I think the 80s was a really diverse um decade there was so much going on yeah isn't diverse i I mean culturally culturally diverse as a decade as a whole ethnically diverse movie top guy there was listen there was there was (laughs) this as far as the music i i mean i really enjoyed it um i was just looking up some fun facts here Harold Faltermeyer, who made the uh, the original theme song for that, for Top Gun, he's going to be in the next one, um, featuring uh, Hans Zimmer too. So, dude, it's going to be wow. it's going to be a really cool um, cool soundtrack. Um, but yeah, dude, this this musically this this uh, this soundtrack was really dope. Um, it could have had yeah, you know great. a couple different songs, something than just the <laughs> that type of music. But you know. Whatever it was, still it had it had a lot of action, had a little bit of love, and it had some fun little jokes. Um, I liked the characters. Would have loved to see an, one Asian, but um, that's okay. We'll we'll get <laughs> nope. it. Hopefully, hopefully they don't we'll get exist it on the next in San Diego, one. Alex. None of them are I there. Know. Oh man, dude! I used to live near Miramar too when I was a little boy. I used to live near Miramar, and we would watch the Blue Angels fly every year in the the uh, air show they would play the top gun theme like all the time for the show and awesome. it was really sick actually because whenever you're driving on the 163 or the 15 down in san diego it drives right through miramar airbase and you see big old airplanes doing their training so hey that's cool you might be able to see a a, a, a bogey <laughs> al we should go down there we're both vaxxed. We both have our second shots yeah. now. We should we should go together and go take a look at some planes. Yeah, let's do it. That'd be awesome. I'm down. That'd be really sick. Great. Come Great. come on all the way down. Come on down. There's air bases over there. I'm only go to there are, yeah. We got the blue angels up here. Fleet week. Yeah. Um let's yeah, I'll be down let's there. Let's do it. Just cool. let me know when. Yeah. Just get vax, get your second vax, get that that second vax headache, that little second vax hangover. Oh man. And come on down. Yeah, so I would say, you know, um, 8 out of 10 stars, and um, it's a dub. I'll watch it again, and I loved it. Giorgio. Giorgio made some good music in we, this, too. We have shout out Giorgio, gr- and shout out Harold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have the growing list, Alex, of dad Saturday movies, 
And boy, is this one. This This is is such a dad Saturday movie. 9 a.m. Saturday morning. You better be halfway through Top Gun. That's all I'm saying. Um, Yes. And and to to wrap it up nicely here, I recommend. uh, I think it's good. I think it's fun. I think it's stupid, but in a good way and corny in a good way. Uh, I have like no nostalgia for this. It was not alive in the 80s. I didn't watch this when I was a kid. I didn't watch it until I was in high school, like late high school. Um, so there is zero nostalgia attachment for this for me. So as someone who is uh, not from this era, I enjoy it. And I think it's good. And Tom Cruise is a babe. Kelly McGillis is a babe. Everyone's good looking in this movie. And like 80s good looking. And there's a lot of Halloween costume inspiration in this film. So if you and the group a lot of good of guys, mustaches too, a lot of good mustaches, good mustaches from Viper you, and yes, uh, and from Goose. If you guys have a whole group and you're ready to bust out this year for Halloween because the <laughs> vaccine, it's over now, folks. It's all done forever. COVID's never, never was here. If you're ready for a Halloween party this year, dress up as the whole Top Gun crew or all in the Navy suits and sing to the one guy who's got a girlfriend who is a blonde and she can be Charlie. Boom. There you go. You lost that love and feeling. But don't don't follow her into the bathroom. Everyone follow her into the bathroom at all times. <laughs> you heard it here first. So yeah, guys. That was Top Gun. Yay! Clap it up. What a great Yay. time that was. Top Gun. Alex, um, we've been talking for four hours. What's our oh next gosh, movie? I know. Our next movie is dun, 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 dun. The Matrix, 1999, baby, rated R, two hours and 16, action sci-fi, released March 31st. That's fun. Um, that's coming up. Oh, wait. No, it's not. It's April. Okay, so here is the <laughs> synopsis. Um when a beautiful stranger leads computer hacker Neo to a forbidding underworld, he discovers the shocking truth. The life he knows is the elaborate deception of an evil cyber intelligence. Directed by Lana Wachowski and Lily Wachowski. Oh, wow. Wait, as the Wachowski brothers. So Lana and Lily brothers. Interesting. So they're brothers. I've never heard Starring those as male names. Starring Keanu Reeves, Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne, Carrie Ann Moss. And uh, hey, this one's going to be crazy. I actually, so I've only watched, I've watched this movie like probably five times, but the only the first 10 minutes because I fall asleep (laughs) every time. So (laughs) this is going to be good. I still technically have not watched it because I feel like you have to watch the whole thing. So I know kind of a lot that happens in the beginning. I know a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. I've seen some stuff because this is very like highly revered in the uh, graphic design and like visual effects world. Mm. Um, I know you could take the red pill or the blue pill. Yeah, like, that's yeah, what I know. Yeah. Greg, have you seen The Matrix before? I saw I saw all three Matrixes. Yeah, when I was talking about how I took my ratings very seriously, I saw all of them in theaters, wow. and they all came out when I was like ten to thirteen. Yeah. So wow. Um. Yeah, Matrix Reloaded, the second one. There's this guy is not a significant character at all. He's just some random Asian guy that's in it that you'll see from time to time. I dressed up as him for Halloween. Oh, nice. <laughs> One year. Oh, wait. Is he the guy with the white hair? Like, he has like white hair or something? Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like nobody knows who that is, but that's just who I was. Awesome. So there you go. Yeah. It's okay. Very cool. Um, so yeah, that's The Matrix next week. Very excited to watch The Matrix. All I know is Red Pill, Blue Pill, and like the the slow-mo bullet time stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much all and I Keanu. know. A lot of numbers, too. A lot of yeah. numbers, yeah. That the memes of the numbers. Keanu Reeves, very meme movie. 
I'm excited. I'm excited to finally watch The Matrix. This is one that I've had circled for a while for this show, and I'm very excited to do it. Um, let's dare we no further with this one. Let's wrap it up. Greg Wong, dude, great, great job picking Top Gun. Uh, that was the only one you picked from the list, and it nailed. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a great movie, and I was excited to watch it with a new perspective. Um, if you have anything to plug at this time, your Twitter or your Insta or whatever, uh, if you sure. even know your Twitter handle, uh, UC Davis Sports, all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, I. you can find me on Twitter at Gregory H. Wong, and I will be calling some baseball this year for the Sacramento River Cats, if anybody wants to check that out for weekend home games, and... Um, if anybody's interested, they can visit my website, Greg dash, dash, Greg dash, just the dash, not don't spell it out. Wong.com. And you can go, see go where watch else some, I'm at. Go watch some dope play by play demos with highlights, uh, middle innings and stand ups yeah, and interviews. Six, fourth and sixth innings from a river cats <laughs> game with the El Paso Chihuahuas from two years ago. You can listen to that. Yeah. And if anybody wants to play some shirtless beach volleyball with me, I'm down. I'll probably keep my shirt on, but I'm just you'll be the goose. As well, I've been working yeah. out, so I'll be I'll be your ice man. I'm okay. working out a little okay. bit. I'm feeling a little more confident. I'll uh, I'll put some acid wash tight jeans on and tape up my hands with white tape. Um, Thank you. This was a lot of fun. Yes, very fun. Thank you for joining us, Greg. Uh, yeah, it's Alex Schmidt. You can follow Alex Schmidt on Twitter at Alex Schmidt um, and on Instagram as well. You can follow his rug business at Al did that Alex there are so many rug rug opportunities I'm gonna go ahead and Ooh. coin that phrase some rug opportunities for this movie uh a jet you could make a custom jet for sure the Top Gun logo mm-hmm. just the logo is a good one yep um how about like a silhouette of of, of Charlie and Maverick Ooh. that would be a cute little gift for your your lover yeah my lover so how about yeah. the um the top? How about the house? I'll make the house with uh, the palm Ooh, trees. The house is good. A big little landscape or the hat, rug. A Top Gun hat. There's a cool Top Gun hat. Yeah, there's a lot of good rugs. Little designs ideas for yeah. this movie. Hit hit yeah, us up on the Patreon. Sure. I'll uh, we'll we'll give away a rug to a a, a lucky a lucky listener. <laughs> Uh, to be clear, we have no Patreon. Uh, so yeah, hit up Alex on Instagram and get yourself a custom rug made at Al did that. You can follow me at Steve Renato, G-R-A-N-A-D-O. And of course, you can email us and tell us that Top Gun was Crapporama. That's M-I-S-W podcast at gmail.com. M-I-S-W podcast at gmail.com. And as always, if you ever don't want to listen to the episode because you haven't seen the movie or you don't want to watch it or listen to it for whatever reason because it's bad, that's probably the main one. But you can always check the episode descriptions and see the next week's movie without listening to the end. But anyway, that's going to do it for us. Greg, Alex, good time, guys. Good times. Excellent time. Excellent time. That's going to do it for us here in this episode of Movies I Should Have Watched. We'll talk to you next week with The Matrix. Bye. Bye.